bing bong. Fuck Joe Biden. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, welcome to another episode of A Sip of Crime. You guys know I always try to change it up a little bit every time because, like, keep you on your toes. But, you know, got my main man. It ain't easy being sleazy. It ain't cheesy being no easy. Howdy. Howdy, howdy. Yes. And, you know, you got your main man, Mac, here, just sliding in, just... Looking like a snack. Stop, bro. You're going to make me turn purple. Stop. (laughs) But, you know, today we we decided to do something a little different for y'all, man. So, y'all tune in. Let's see how this works out. Let's see if our our play works the way we think it's going to work. Ready? Yeah. And action. Hey, yo, man. What's good? Not much, man. Yo, I don't feel like getting out of this car, man. You since you going to the gas station, you mind buying me a couple scrap, a couple lotto tickets? Might as well, since I was gonna pay cash for the gas anyway. All right, shit, fuck it, man. Here's a fiver. A five? Yeah. All right, bet. I'll slide get you. you. You want two tickets? Two tickets, man. Two tickets. Two tickets. Gotcha. I'm too tired, man. I'm tired of working. Let's give me them. them, them don't matter the tickets, right? Don't matter. Just give me them lotto tickets. Okay. And fast forward. Then, 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 then. Ding, 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 ding. You are a winner of $30 million. Imagine winning $30 fucking million. $30 million. But yeah, even though after taxes, you wanted to lump sum, you get $17 million. That's still $17 million. That's life-changing. That's life-fucking-changing. So, Mac, I had to spot you some of that lotto ticket money. No, the fuck you didn't. Can I get like a million of that dollars anymore? No, the fuck you not. Not at all? No, nah, you ain't what getting a penny. Mean? Not a million? Not even a penny. I buy, you only gave me five bucks. Those tickets were ten. Not even a penny, bro. Wow. Like that. I'm stingy. <laughs> so, today, to put two and two together, we're talking about the story of Abraham Shakespeare, a man who won the lottery, won 17 mil. As my, well, the lottery pot was 30 mil, but he took it in a lump sum. And so, he won a pot of... 17 mil? 17 mil. And he was, what, dead less than a year later? Less than a year later. So, shit, like, why, why, why not let's get a little bit into Abraham Shakespeare's hey, story? Abraham Shakespeare. Florida person, bro. Florida. Nah, happened in Florida, yep. Oh, my God, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, Abraham Shakespeare was born April 24th, 1966. He is a native of Lakeland, Florida. Where is Lakeland compared Lakeland to where you live? Lakeland is, like, uh, towards, like, the Tampa area. Okay. Like Tampa is like literally like thirty minutes bound. Um, yeah, so it's around that neck of the woods. Okay. All right. Is there anything nice to do in Lakeland? Fishing. Fishing. <laughs> All right. Cool. Fishing. So good fishing in it's Lakeland. It's not that far from the the Gulf Coast. That's why. The Gulf Coast, right on. Yeah. So you can probably get some good catfish. You there. get some good catfish. Mm. Did you know it, catfish are bottom feeders? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Did you That's know, why I like eat. They're so slippery. Did you know shrimp is bottom feeders too? Like, did someone told me this and I couldn't think of it the same? Sorry, this is a different tangent. That shrimp and crawfish are kind of like cockroaches of the sea. Mm-hmm. And when they told me that, I just didn't want to eat those things if anymore. You think, think about it this way. Think about it this way, though. <laughs> I was fucking the grossed sli- out. The slipperiest um, mammals or fishes that come out of the sea, mm-hmm. they're usually, they're, if they're the slipperiest, they're usually the, the bottom feeders. Right. So because they're so low, yeah. they're absorbing so much grease and, yeah, and tension from the earth. So whenever, but they're the ones that taste the best, though. Isn't that crazy? No cat. Isn't that crazy? But we wouldn't like we wouldn't kill a cockroach and then eat it and grill it. Some people and put it in a taco. Some people would. But we do that for shrimp. Just saying. Think about it, folks. Sorry. 
So Lakeland, Florida, good fishing, but also known as the birthing spot of Abraham Shakespeare. In November 15, 2006, this scenario that me and Mac just acted out for you, we, uh, in November, like I said, November 15th, him and his co-worker, Michael Ford, decided to buy two lottery tickets over in a gas station. Um, Michael Ford asked Abraham Shakespeare for money to buy these lottery tickets. Abraham Shakespeare gave him $5. However, the tickets were more than $5 for both of them. And so when Shakespeare found out he was a winner, Ford ended up demanding no less than $1 million. He just said $1 million. And, you know, I know we acted out that scenario, but I'd like to think, you know, if you and I did buy lottery tickets and you did spot me some money to buy these lottery tickets. Right, in the down the line. I'm giving you a million dollars. I would. I, I might would, even. I, I might even give you a little bit more. I split it down. Because you're the homie. Because if not, if we if we we both like invested in it, I feel like especially if it's I only, only give you five dollars and you spent the rest for me, I split it down the line. Yeah. Because like I feel like all right, you you put your five, I put my five, because that's both of our money. Right. But Shakespeare didn't see it that way. He did not. And um, so, anyways. This is something that would basically become, uh, and like they were coworkers, they weren't like best friends or anything. Before, did try to sue Shakespeare. The jury mm-hmm. wasn't buying the story. Yeah, he claimed he stole the tickets out of his pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you, no. how you gonna change the story up like that, man? You change the story, bro. Nah. If you want it, you gotta get it. Yeah, and don't, don't, don't change it. And that's unfortunate, you know, because I think if you are this Michael Ford in this scenario, you're probably thinking like, damn, I got fucking gypped. Right. I got fucking gypped. He, I mean, he probably did. Yeah, I I would think so. And like like I said, it even if it wasn't a million, bro, like here's here, here's five hundred k. Yeah, that's still life changing money. Yeah, that's the, and these people are working like typical labor jobs in a in a middle working class neighborhood. Like they weren't doing great. Right. So, anyways, uh, he refused to pay it. Even in the sue, Ford tried to sue Shakespeare. Jury didn't believe his story. Um, but Abraham got. The lump, the one lump sum of seventeen million because like you said the other thirteen million of that thirty went and got taxed. He moved out of that neighborhood that he grew up in into a nice fancy gated community. A million dollar home. Yeah, isn't that the nice? A million dollar he could have given for it. Right. He's like, nah, I need to buy this home. Like, nah, I need a home for that. I need a home in a gated community, brother. For that. So, anyways, who moves out? Um. But basically, uh, kind of like you see, you ever seen that movie, uh, Lottery Ticket with uh, is that with Bow Wow? Bow Wow, yeah. Yeah, so you know, good movie, and it, it, I mean, just think about it. If you are an average person, you know, lower middle class, whatever your social wealth status is, you know I mean, if you won the lottery, a large sum of money, people that you know are going to come around and ask for money. Ask for they might not ask for millions of dollars like Michael Ford did, but they'll be like, hey, yo, my you know, my mom's short on her medical bills, or hey, I, I'm short on money for groceries. Hey, you know, I, 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 you know, I got laid off, so-and-so, can you cover me for gas, etc." Mm-hmm. You're going to get these small little instances here and there almost every day mm-hmm. of people asking you for money because they know you got money right. and you know you got a large sum of money. And so... You know, there's accounts of Abraham Shakespeare telling his friends that he'd rather be broke because after he won this money, a lot of people that he knew, even people that he like didn't even know really well, all of a sudden started asking him for money. And it was, you know, it, it changes your life. It does, especially like for him, like his family wasn't the main ones asking for money. 
Cause he his his thing was like he wanted to provide for his family. He wanted to make sure his family was solid. He wanted to make sure he was solid, but also provide for his family to where like they didn't have to worry about like the basic necessities, mm-hmm. right? So he bought his mom what she needed, made sure she was solid, all that. And he was he had a nice house like he had gaming room, a nice pool, everything like Abraham was living the dream. It's a gated community too, man. He's living the dream. That's like the number one sign of like you live in a wealthy area. And then he goes and he meets too. Oh, he meets Doris, nicknamed Didi Moore. Man, Diddy played Didi played him like a fool. And, and played him every, like a fool. Every, every time I heard I hear Diddy Didi, I think about Dexter. Yeah, me too. Dexter's lab. Didi, get out of my lab. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Didi. Um. Not that so, one, though. Not, no, not, not, not the bad one. Right. The one in the cartoon. The one not in the cartoon. This one. So, D.D. Moore, she launches a business uh, with Abraham Shakespeare, and he actually gets in Shakespeare's name. It's Abraham Shakespeare, LLC. They got all of that. Um, a little background on Moore. She was born you know, July 25th, 1972. In 2001, she does have a history, right? Mm-hmm. In 2001, she was convicted of insurance fraud. Right. And she was trying to falsely report a crime. And she got one year of probation for that. In 2002, she filed for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. So this is a couple years before, this is four years before, um, you know, Abraham and Michael f- bought this ticket. But basically, Dee Dee Moore and Abraham crossed paths. Like I said, they launched a business together. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, just like that, Abraham Shakespeare goes missing. Yep, and it takes mom to file a complaint. And who, when he goes missing, who all of a sudden gets a new Hummer, gets a new Corvette, and a new truck? Not Dee Dee. It's not Dee Dee. Probably, probably her boot thing. Not no, no, it is Dee Dee. Oh, no, it ain't Dee Dee. Dee Dee went out of her way. As soon as he goes missing. She sounds like a saint. How's she gonna do all that, bro? Bullshit. She sounds like a whole saint, bro. She look. She she got for insurance fraud and filed for bankruptcy, bro. She's a saint. You would think. <laughs> She's a saint. A saint needs her Hummer, though, right? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so mom files for, for um, a missing person report mm-hmm. for um, Shakespeare, and Dee Dee took the phone. She had his phone, and she kept texting mom. Saying, oh, mom, I'm fine. I'm just on vacation. Yeah. Or I'm this and I'm that. I'm, I, I'm, I'm out of town. I, I can't get in touch with you. She was so methodical about the way she handled that whole situation to where, like, it didn't raise too many red flags for the police. Yeah. Because she was telling so many different stories. Right. She was telling the mom that he was in Texas, then Jamaica, then Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. There were some accounts that he was just sick in a hospital and mm-hmm. couldn't go see her. Um, and she can never get her story straight. Even when the police eventually, you know, primed her as a suspect, she kept saying these different things. Oh, he's in Texas. The next time she got questioned, oh, no, he's in Puerto Rico. Yo, that's a big red flag, DD. Mm-hmm. That's super red flag. If you want that Hummer, you got to plan shit better than this. Right. But, so, now we're going to fast forward a little bit. Um, fast forward. We're fast going. forward. We're, we're going, going to where Dee Dee really fucked up. Oh, yeah. She, she's, so reason Abraham, so Abraham being the multimillionaire that he is, mm-hmm. he's investing a lot of money in the business. I'm using air quotes in the business that he started with Dee Dee. Right. And he's not seeing 
any kind of return on it, right? Like anybody knows, like when you're doing any type of investment, you want to see some type of return, whether it's two percent or three percent. You want to see something, something on it. And he wasn't seeing anything on it, so he kept talking to her. But she was like, "Just be patient. Just be patient. Just be patient. Just be patient." What did patience get him? It got him dead. Hmm. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But the police were investigating. They could not find out who did it. Right. Even though Didi was, in so many in, in so many ways, like the best fitting suspect. But they could not find out who did it. Yeah, they couldn't put two and two together just yet. Um, she did buy a, a home herself. She bought a home herself. But she put in her boyfriend's name. And it turns out, the police later found, guess who? Abraham Shakespeare's body under the concrete slabs of the home. Under fucking concrete. That means they buried him, put the dirt back on top of the hole. And then all of a sudden, like, you know what? We should get we should get concrete for this backyard. Yeah. Like, why not? That's fucking crazy. Why not get some concrete before, before we, we shit, build man. our garden? It's some psychopathic shit. And, and that's basically how they were able to bust D.D. Moore for the death of Abraham Shakespeare. But... She even claimed that it wasn't her. She didn't do it. Right. Somebody else did it and buried him in but her backyard. But it just happened to be at the home that she bought. Yeah. Come on. It was just a surprise for her. Who are you trying to fool? Apparently, everybody but herself. <laughs> Don't be a DD, guys. Don't be a DD. But um, yeah, so she she went into Abraham's uh, area. She mm-hmm. shot him twice, point blank, point blank, and killed him. But she didn't know what to do about it, so therefore she called her then boyfriend mm-hmm. and. They, they dug a hole in the house that they bought and buried him. And then, so Abraham's mom, if it wasn't for Abraham's mom being so resilient, and that's why I say resiliency is like a key, man. Like a lot of, for you, a lot of you people who are missing your kids or family members, whatever it is that goes missing, and you, you keep fighting for those, those people, it matters, right? Because if mom wasn't so resilient, Abraham's case probably still be unsolved right now. We'll be watching on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. So shout out to the mom for being a resilient mom. Very different than the mom we talked about last week, right? right? Diane Downs. She was a terrible mom. Nah, she wasn't a mom. But she this, was a demon. Yeah. <laughs> this mom was a uh, mom of the year. Yeah, she just kept fighting and kept saying, no, my son wouldn't go missing without talking. And this was important. I think that's important, too. Like, relationships you have with your kids matters because right. if you have that type of relationship with your kids and you know what kind of person they are if they go days without talking to you you already know there's something going on right you feel like there's something sus unless like you know they've done it before in the past and it's just like because they're they're depressed which i get it like, who so, knows someone better than their, their parents their parents right mm. so like if that shout out to again like you said shout out to the mom for being so aware that her son wouldn't just go missing without even saying a word to her right you know, wouldn't be like, oh, mom, I'm going on vacation. Like, especially the way their relationship was where he was buying her everything she needed. Right. She didn't ask for everything she needed he was buying for her. No, he was very big on, yeah, spending that, some of that lottery winnings on her. On his, on his mom. So for her to, for him to go missing and go on vacation, I'm using air quotes again, to go on vacation without, a, a, you know, letting his mom know, hey, mom, like, I'm going on vacation to Jamaica. I'm going this. Like, no, it wouldn't make sense. He didn't have a partner. He wasn't in a relationship or anything at the time. So, 
pretty sure everything he did, he would tell his mom. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know where Didi thought that she could get away with, like, killing someone and, and just, like, blatantly just not say or do anything about it. And the fact that, like, when she got arrested, she laughed about it. She did, man. She laughed. Like, Isn't that who, crazy? Who laughs about killing somebody's child? Like, who? Who does that? It's not cool. It's not cool. So she ended up being sentenced to life in prison. Good. Life in prison. Good, good, good. I, I mean, if this, isn't, this isn't the most Florida-sounding crime that we've done on the show, man. Nah, I don't know most what of our is. crimes from Florida usually involve serial killers or right. some type of fucked up shit. Right, this no, one, don't get me this wrong. This fucked up. But this is fucked up, but like in a very like, like what? You know what I mean? Like yeah. serial killers happens and like, don't get me wrong, it's like an ugly part of society. I don't wish it to continue, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like this shit doesn't normally happen. Like there's a lot of lottery winners. How many end up dead, you know? Not, not and, many. And the fact that, you know, she just, Killed them and, and try to lie and cover it up and then dig them up, dig dig a hole in, in their you know their yard and then try and bury them there and lay some concrete over them. Like that's just crazy. Yeah, that's just fucked up. It's to, it, it's fucked up to me, man. It's fucked up to me. So if you do win lottery ticket, keep it in the future. Just you know, I was keep it keep it on the DL, like the biggest DL you ever could. Don't flash that money. Don't. Paraded around because even like I said in that movie lottery ticket with Bow Wow they talk about that too especially anyone that comes from like a lower you know um, household lower income household or any sort of like even lower middle class middle class like that's life changing money and a lot of people want to get their hands on it you know what I mean even if it's just groceries quote unquote for the mm-hmm. week you know what I mean people are just gonna start bugging you and I don't know that, that's not to say don't spend any of it on anybody else but just don't tell it you know right it's just it's almost like saying it like it, there's a saying that goes like keep your enemies close keep your your enemies friends. your friends close and your enemies a lot closer right, right? Your, your people who you think are your best friends are usually the ones that are gonna fuck you over yeah. right and Didi wasn't his best friend per se but she was his business partner and they were supposed to be making millions on top of his millions right right and those are the people that will fuck you over because they want what you have. So, like Noah said, you know, just keep an eye on those people. Like, don't don't announce it to the world. Yeah, you have some money. Be like, oh, I came across a, a small lump sum. You don't have to say exactly how much you got. And just like, yeah, I can help you with this. Right. Without, like, giving you the exact number. Right. You know? So, man, this story is fucked up in, 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 in a way, like, because... This guy, he all he did was he played the game and got lucky. Right. That's all he did. He played the game, got lucky, and he was blessed with... And he got seven, very unlucky. Yeah, he got blessed with $17 million, and then, you know, and the luck just switched. Yeah. So would you... I don't know what the exact amount is, but just, you know, hypothetical question, Mac, and for you listeners at home to ask yourselves this... If you were to win the lottery, it doesn't matter how much, would you want to get the one lump sum because they do tax it harder or would you rather have that like payment plan? And I think, you know, depending on how much you win, I think they stretch it out over your lifetime, mm-hmm. but like they give you so much money, let's say per month and uh, it's, it, it is taxed, it's still taxed, but it's not taxed as much per se as getting it in one lump sum. I would take the whole lump sum. You would take the whole lump sum? Okay. Because it's going to get taxed either way. I might as well get it taxed early. Mm. And then I'm able to 
Because I don't know if I can live. I'm going to live to see tomorrow. Right. Not Tomorrow's not guaranteed. True, that's a good point. That's a good point. So I could use like that, that money to take care, make sure my family's good. So if I die tomorrow, then I know they're taken care of. Right. Whereas, like, if I'm taking small payments, they're not going to pay it to them. Right. If I pass. True. It's technically under my name. Yeah, you can't really, like, I don't think that's You can't way. pass it up over. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather take the whole lump sum and then, like, have it, like, have it in my will if anything happens to me. Somebody that I could trust gets that the rest of it. No, that's a good. That's a good. It's um, a good explanation for that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's just how I I always see things. Yeah, right on. Like, I always want to make sure my my peoples are good. Yeah. Whether I'm alive or not. So yeah, I would take the whole lump sum. Okay. How about you? I was thinking honestly, I was leaning towards the payments, but I think you kind of converted me over. Just because I also think too, like, you know. I don't want to say I'm bad with money. I think I could save, like, a pretty significant amount. But I also know, like, in my head, I'd probably be financially smarter about, like, strategically spending money if I were to get it over payments. Because if I get it all at one time, I'll be like, oh, well, I have money for this. I have money for this. And eventually, I'll, like I said, I probably wouldn't burn through $17 million, like, even in a year. You know what I mean? But I just think, like, I'll burn through a lot more money faster if... Or in comparison to, you know, getting that money slowly at a chunk at a time, I could, like, pace myself differently. You know what I mean? But I do like the sense, like, you know, yeah, we could get in a car accident, like, you know, tomorrow or next year. And basically not get all the money that we were supposed to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, well, then what happens? So that's a good point. But also, too, like what you said, like, when you get that money in that small chunk, let's just say you, because you know you're a multimillionaire and you've, you went from living the mid middle middle uh fine what's the what's the what's the term I'm looking for help me out middle ground mid mid no like you know there's high class middle middle class middle class so you go from that middle class to high class right mm-hmm. and let's say that stipend that you're getting doesn't cover half of your bills now yeah like what do you do right right because now you're stuck because that you all you're getting is a lump sum mm-hmm. that doesn't even help covering your bills your high your high level your high way of living because you you're now you're living a higher lifestyle mm-hmm. right so now you're stuck because now you're just like all right i i, I gotta balance out whether whether to pay my rent or pay this right pay that or pay this kind of thing so if you have all the money you could just make some payments ahead of time and not have to worry and then you can still keep working and have money coming in still mm-hmm. you know but I mean that's just looking in from the outside. I'm I'm right. Broke. I'm broke, guys. Yeah, I'm broke. Both of us. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, just something to think, some things to think about for you, the listener, if you were to win the lottery. Yeah. And that's the story of Abraham Shakespeare. Yeah. If y'all want to look into him, man, go ahead, look into him. He's a fascinating read. It was a fascinating story. Um, I think because like his story is so. I don't want to say weird, but so convoluted, right? Because, it's strange, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how many stories like that do you hear all the time? None. Like, a lot of people went and become multimillionaires, and you barely hear about them. Right. You barely hear about them, but his story was so strange to where, like, it, it, it made you think, like, when you, like, especially, like, these high investors who would come up, like, oh, if you invest your money in this, you'll make so much money in that. He didn't get that. Mm-hmm. The person who who he thought he could invest money with screwed him over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that being said, so we got for y'all. Know what you got for the folks? 
Yeah, man. Be sure to like. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to follow the podcast. Did want a special shout out to Jewel Santana. She is the designer of the shout Sip out of Jules. Crime. Mm-hmm. She's the designer of the Sip and Crime logo that you're seeing on your screen. But she also suggested these past two stories of Abraham Shakespeare and Diane Downs. So thank you, Jules, for the recommendations. Thank you for the logo again. And um, I did also want to shout out uh, something that's coming up in the month of June. So if you're in the Orange County area, as you remember, we did a podcast episode for Victoria Barrios and a story about her with her mother. And we wanted to share the news that they are having a poker slash bingo fundraiser night. That is the night of June 18th. That's a Saturday in 2022 and it takes place from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, it's the address is on 205 North Lindsay Lane it's in Anaheim California and you would have to RSVP by June 8th so just something to kind of keep your eyes out for if you're in the Orange County area you want to help for that cause as I mentioned we did um, I know this was like what three months ago mm-hmm. two to three months ago so I, I know my timeline super wrong on that but yeah, justice for Victoria Barrios. Um, if you need more information, you can always just look up that account on Instagram um, for the flyer as well. If you need that address once again. But yeah, just you know, if you're in the area, you got nothing to do that Saturday. You know, do it for a good cause. Yeah, I'll be sure to post that on our homepage as well, just mm-hmm. so that way you guys have access to it. If you have any questions, don't be afraid to reach out to me or reach out to her. Um, mom's name is Eva. Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions, if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to her, you can reach out to me and I'll reach out to her for you. Um, but yes, yeah, for a good cause, man, let's let's make sure we try to keep her name alive, right? Because a lot of times when people go missing or they, they pass away from uh, un, uh, like from circumstances that are out of their hands, their names go out. Of, they, they they lose their light. Right, right, and we want to make sure we keep Victoria's name in the light because mm-hmm. Victoria was a light mm-hmm. in so many ways. From what I've heard from her mom and her aunt, she was a light. So we're just trying to make sure, like, we don't we don't lose that that momentum. Oh, so yeah. let's get that momentum going. Um, but y'all know where I'm about to go with the rest of this, man. Like, no, what I'm gonna say, wash your hands, wash your toes, wash your ass. Wash your ass, please. Summer's coming. Please wash that ass. It's about to be hot. Wash your thighs. Y'all about to be stinking. <laughs> yeah, your thighs will start sticking together, you know? So, so wash your thighs, too. Please, please take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're a lady, like Noah said a few, 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 few episodes ago, eat your pineapples. <laughs> eat your pineapples. <laughs> if you know, you know. If I know, I know. If you know, you know. <laughs> but, you know. Peace to y'all, man. Like, catch y'all on the flip side. And mm. hopefully, y'all can send us some suggestions and then we'll be able to, you know, yeah. knock them out. We, we, we love suggestions. Like you, like Noah said, Jules sent us those two and we made sure we knocked them out for her because Jules is a, she's a, she's one of our rocks. Yeah. So let's make sure, we got to make sure we show love to our rocks. So if y'all want, send us something and we'll do it. We'll make it happen for y'all. Sounds you know, good. we appreciate every single one of y'all. We love y'all. And we we love nothing more than to hear from you guys. So, that being said, we out. Peace. Love.